Hi guys, welcome to Thunder and Lightning. Today is April 9th. I would like to start by thanking each and every one of you for giving your time to this podcast and being part of the Thunder Nation. Today we'll be discussing social distancing, the good, the bad, and COVID-19. I am joined by my lovely co-host. Hi guys, my name is Dahlia. Sorry about that, Shay. I'm joining you guys today. Um, How are you doing, Shay? I'm doing good. My name is Shay. Hi, my name is Native. Also go by Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi, how you doing? How's everyone um, doing? Everyone's doing good. Alright. Earlier this week, we had shared two articles, How to Survive Social Distancing by Rebecca Dolgent. Article 2 is Social Distancing is Not Possible for Some People with Disabilities, Racing Challenges by Ella Torres. In this podcast, what does social distancing mean? Your question is, what does social distancing mean to each and every one of us? Yes, ma'am. Yes. I did a YouTube video a little bit, uh, like two weeks ago or something like that. Because I had a conversation with my mama and she asked me how was the quarantine holding up for me. Now, for me, I actually live alone. So, and I I had a car wreck in August, so I hadn't had a car since August. And I just told her, I was like, well, I've kind of been living this life. Y'all just now catching up. Uh, Like, to the rest of the world, that most people don't look at don't realize people in this who have disabilities, who don't have cars or a bus line or things like that, we're, we were already in quarantine because there's no outlet for us. So pretty much I, I have a car now, but I look at things with that. I feel like we're just surviving. We're, it's not a good way to live. You're not living your life, not living your best life. You're just surviving and just here. I think a lot of people can relate to you, Shay, because there's a lot of people who have a disability and already before the social distancing, they already have to stay at home most of the time because, like you said, we don't have transportation to be going out and about. Uh, In my case, I was having working full time. I was being active. I was going out. And then once social distancing started, I started losing hours at work. And at first, I I didn't worry too much at first because I was really excited that I was getting to go home early from work. Mm -hmm. But then after a while, they started like cutting my days and I'm like, started getting afraid that I was going to probably lose my job. Yeah. And I just took the advice from one of my coworkers. She said, just take it as a vacation. And that's what I've been doing since then. I actually enjoy having more time to do homework. I, I'm very, being more creative and doing other things. So social mm-hmm. distancing for me has been actually good. Aside for the reason that we've been having to do this because of the COVID-19. I know that's pretty serious. But for me, it's been pretty good mm-hmm. so far. I can say. The social distancing. I was Go ahead. Say, I agree. I did. um 
eventually find other outlets. One, I do believe it gave, and I think this is something that everybody should put into place. It gave me time before COVID, but even during COVID, now that everybody's kind of in the same place, um, and it gives you time to get a moment to yourself. So it gave me time to learn me completely, like me, love me, and enjoy myself. Yes. Yes, it did. And for me, uh, see, I'm very, uh, I'm also, I, I have spina bifida, so I'm a full-time wheelchair user. But also, I am not used to being cooped up in the house, mm-hmm. personally. I'm I, I'm just not. It's, it's just not for me. I'm used to being out with friends or out doing something or anything. Mm-hmm. And not being not being able to do this is uh, well, it's it's uh, getting on my nerves, and it's uh, it's only going to get worse from here, probably, in my opinion. It's funny you say that because in the first article, "How to Survive Social Distancing" by Rebecca Dolgen, he states that humans are social animals after all, and. To be honest, we are. We're, we're social animals. Uh, we tend to be with the ones we care mm-hmm. about, which is our friends and family and the people who we choose yeah, to. You I know? laughed yes. when I saw that part because I was like, after all. And I was like, he wrote that like it was a surprise. <laughs> right. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, it's very... It's it's a true statement. I think that we're made to be social. We can't just like stay in our house. And mm-hmm. I was sharing this with Pablo yesterday. Oh. Um, I had a, an assignment for my history class, and we had to write a letter about how um, the COVID nineteen was affecting our lives. And I read two posts from my um, from other students that said that they are in nature um, introverts and they like to stay at home. And before social distancing. They were preferring to stay at home, away from people, away from crowds. But after social distancing, they kind of realized that it's not nice to be forced to stay at home. Mm -hmm. And they would like to go out now. So it's kind of funny how when we have the option to go out, we don't take it. But now because it's taken it, it's kind of like taken away from us. Now we feel like we should go out or we would love to go out. You know how people would say... Well, I I think I might be the oldest person here, but I, and I was very old school style, so I heard this a lot. Well, I think this is just some people here in general. You, a lot of people want what they can't have. I'm an extrovert, so I yeah. love going out and being amongst people. And so when yes. I had the car wreck, it kind of sent me spiraling. Like I went through a little depression, and I had to fight my way out of it. And so then I started learning healthier ways to be in the house and um I think that's a key to surviving this is learning healthy ways to be in the house and the other go ahead. I mean I I'm both an introvert and an extrovert but if you ask me what I choose I choose to be an introvert because I tend to keep to myself most of the time and with the social distancing I mean that hasn't really affected me much on whether I want to be an introvert or extrovert. I mean, I pick and choose, you know what I mean? But if we want to be an extrovert right now, I mean, that that is taken away because we have to be, what What did she say? Uh, 
voluntarily in quarantine as much as possible and staying six feet away from people? I mean, are people doing that? No, I saw some. Look, most people. Not the whole, but there are people doing it, and some states have put it in as like a mandatory ordinance, city ordinance. That was that was another another thing that I wanted to talk about with you guys is because I know we all live in different cities. How is social distancing affecting your city? Because I live in Dallas, and right here, um, we're close onto the thirtieth of this month, if not longer, and we're not allowed to go outside unless you're going to the doctor or you're going to the grocery store. Now, I went to the grocery store on Sunday, and there was a lot of people in there. And that it didn't seem to me that they were doing social distancing there. And I went to the doctor and I was very surprised because my appointment was early in the morning and we had to make a line outside the door. And once we got in the door, they were taking our temperatures and asking us questions. And that seemed like social distancing mm-hmm. to me. So I see a contrast in my city of some people following the rules and other people's not. Yeah, it's, it's the same here in Kansas City where I'm from. It's uh, it, there are people that are out. Um, we are under a state mandate though to stay in as much as possible. You can't go out for your essentials. Um, you know, and there still are essential workers. Um, they haven't shut down all the jobs, but they have closed a lot down. I mean. They, I mean, I give it to the paramedics, mm-hmm. the the first responders. I give yep. it to all of them, you know, because they're yeah. putting their life on the line. Some of yes, yeah. but um, I'm sorry, Pablo. I'm sorry. I you was good? just gonna say some of this is a, essential. See, I'm doing air quotes. Um, essential workers is not necessary because I have a friend who mm-hmm. is like, okay, I don't understand why they still have us coming to work she's a security guard for a church and the, they're not having church churches shut down so she was like i don't understand why we're still coming here we have an alarm system set the alarm she was like so we're being at risk every day because they're calling us essential workers to just sit here and do absolutely nothing yes no and th- that's understandable go ahead joe and it's also you know and you know, I understand you know having you know church service and all that. It's uh, also people, and you know I don't know if they're like spacing people out or not, like in the pews or not. But uh, that's also another risk that they're posing is cramming all those people inside one building, which uh, mine is not doing so much anymore. Um, it's a limited amount of space. And they are uh, maintaining social distance while during service. Now, uh, Native, do you work or? Uh, Not not at the moment, no. Not at the moment? Okay. I just wanted to state that. Um, I was, like I said earlier, I was working. And when this whole thing first started, um, they didn't have any restrictions at my store. The only restriction that they had was we were working for four hours at a time per employee and that was it but there were still people that were coming in and out even though when they were already recommending to shut some places down 
So has the measures gone really strict or they need to be stricter to solve this issue for COVID-19? I think that probably they're good, but I don't see a change anyways, because sometimes when I try not to watch the news too much, but I still watch the news sometimes. And I see that there's more people that are getting sick and there's more people that are dying. So is social distancing really working? I don't watch the news because I feel like the news puts out there what they want you to see and not the whole thing. They just put bits and pieces because it was, um, I, I, I do, re- I like researching. So I was watching um, some lady on social media who works um, in newscasting. I don't know if she got fired for putting this out here or not, but she was showing the numbers. And she was like, these are the numbers they show. These are the number of the people who got sick. These are the number of people who died. These are the number of the people who got healed. The number of the people who got healed are the one are the numbers they're not showing, and it's way more. It's like double how many people got healed from it, or cured, or whatever. I don't know. It's it's. I don't know if it's a sickness you just ride out. I don't know if it's a cure for it. Uh, like because they're saying it's like the flu, but then they're saying they don't know. Like we don't know enough about uh, it. Yeah. Right. See? So uh, it's still a lot of. To me, I think maybe it's not as unknown as they're saying it is. And maybe they know more than what they're telling us. But I think the government always know more than what they're telling us. No, and that's a proven fact. I mean, I don't know how how big the, the statistics are. But, um, I mean, even if they do it for our safety or not our safety, I mean, look at COVID-19. How many people has... Has it taken away? You know, right? They say they say it's the government, but some say, oh, it's it's a pandemic that came from other places. I mean, is is that the fact? Is that the truth? I mean, are we still being lied to? And I think these are answers that we'll never know. Like, I'm gonna be honest. A lot of people don't like Trump. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm one of those people. And it's not because oh he's the president. I really never did like Trump because of his mouth. And I didn't think that he should have been the president. I think, but I don't believe presidents are presidents. Like these are just faces, and they're they because they have somebody to answer to as well. They can't just go make a law. They can't do anything without running it through Congress. So Trump is the face. So. I don't only have a problem with Trump. I have a problem with Congress as well. Yes, I have a problem with most, if I mean, not all, politics. Yeah. Most importantly, they're not putting us into consideration as people with disabilities. Because I know um, I'm not struggling at the moment with this situation. But I know there's a lot of people who have a disability and they're struggling because First of all, they don't have a caregiver no more. And Mm -hmm. then the caregivers feel like they're not being um, taken care of. Like they're not, they're not being, their safety is not being regarded because nobody cares about caregivers, you know, and there's no laws that protect anybody like us. Yeah. And also we are at higher, uh, some of us are at at higher risk um, with, you know, compromised immune systems and 
Yes. Yes. That that I qualify as that. I had a doctor's appointment yesterday over the phone. I was supposed to have a chemo uh, scheduled for next month. And then my doctor's like, with the situation that's going on, we're going to have to push that one month because we don't want to compromise you even more. I'm like, okay. I guess I have to follow the doctor's orders. But yeah. that's what that's what I'm trying to say, where it affects us more than it affects anybody else. So in these times of social distancing and COVID-19, do you find yourself in fear and anxiety, depression and boredom, anger, frustration, or irritability? And what what do you find it to be? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Where, where do you see yourself in all this? For me, I, I'm a, I'll start with the fear part. I'm not afraid because, okay, I'm a, I'm a believer in Christ. So I feel like fear and Christ should not be in the same sentence together. Um, and um, because there's a verse in the Bible that says, do not be anxious about anything but in, in me. And I feel like fear is a part of being anxious. So... I'm not afraid at all. I just keep praying because I I feel like this. What happens will happen. If if he, God's will is done. If he wants it to happen, it's going to happen. If he don't want it to happen, it's not going to happen. I I feel like I have no control over the situation. Now, don't get me wrong. Yet, don't be dumb and be like, oh, well, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen and just go out here and be careless. No, be care be careful as well. But I'm not gonna I'm I know I'm being careful and I'm also praying. So I'm not fearful of it. And I'm I'm safely in the house as well. I live alone, so I don't have to worry about anybody bringing it to me. But at one point they were saying that it was airborne, it's in the air. So That's proof to be true. Um it's spread by uh fluid by like uh your saliva droplets, like if you're coughing or sneezing, and if somebody, and if somebody uh, ingests that, so if you're like within six feet and you cough or sneeze on someone, mm-hmm. or like if someone spits on you and then they have it or something like that, then you could contract it, but uh, but it's yeah, not yeah. air. Because um, I saw a video, y'all. I the most disrespectful video I have seen was uh, um, I won't say the name of the company but it, I will say it was a delivery company they would deliver packages and this worker cause you know most people like I do I have this as well the ring doorbell where they have the video camera they, they showed this person dropping the box off right and he he was tested positive for the virus so he spit in his hand and started rubbing it all over the box so later i got an article saying to uh and i i meant to send that send that to y'all in the group but i i don't know what i did well i I saved it in my phone just don't know where i saved it but it says to when you check the mail try to check it with gloves and just put your mail in a sack and leave it for three days when you get packages leave your packages for three days so that the virus will be like off, I guess. I guess it dies after three days. I saw a similar post like that. A friend of mine, she had shared, um, she said 
something that kind of like struck fear to some people because she said uh if you get mail be careful because the virus can be there so make sure you clean it off that's what she literally said make sure you clean it off and at first I laughed because I'm like how are you gonna clean your mail and then but now listening to you it's like okay that (laughs) makes sense now I understand what she's saying I mean look at Dolgen. she says that the problem is symptoms can spread before anyone knows they're Mm -hmm. sick and the virus can live on surfaces for a while, a day on ca- cardboard, and two to th- three on plastic or stainless steel. I mean, even if you clean, I mean, people coming in now, you don't know That's who true. has the virus. You have or not. to disinfect yes. all common surfaces that you touch. Wash your hands frequently. Mm-hmm. You just have to take common sense so and I just take precautions. That's one thing that comes. Well, I start okay before this whole thing happened. I one, you will never catch me in the house. I was always gone. Two, um, I would wash my hands a lot, and I had a bottle, like the big bottle of hand sanitizer, in my car, and I kept getting called a germaphobe. Oh my gosh, you're such a germaphobe! No, no, I'm not a germaphobe. I'm just clean, and. Now I'm seeing people saying, y'all need to wash our hands. Like, and I'm like, are people not washing their hands? I know more often, but it's some people out here who have admitted that they don't okay. wash their hands. I have, a, I have a problem with that, to be honest, because most people are overreacting that people don't wash their hands. Grocery store shelves are being emptied. Lines, yeah. There are lines to get to the stores. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Beforehand, when 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 you go to the uh, fast food, what what makes you think that the fast food is taking proper por- protocol when you go order through the drive-thru? Mm-hmm. How do you know they're not sick? How do you know they're not um, contagious with the flu or, or whatever? How do you know they're not coughing on your food? And that's how many true. people still go order? That's true. You yeah, have no idea. That's very true. And there, there are people who are still ordering right now. I made it a habit <laughs> because I still, this my mentality. I think about that. I was thinking about that before this. And yeah, I would take my chances. Or um, like when we go out to eat to a restaurant. I think Dahlia, me and her went out and I think she saw me do this. Um, I asked for a cup of hot water to put my silverware in. Or I asked for plastic. Well, we were uh, when and, we went uh, out. I I remember we went to Subway, so we you didn't do that because it was your Subway. Um, I was talking about when. We went oh to, yes, when we went to Chili's. Was it Chili's? Yeah, Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that uh, one time. Yeah. <laughs> so I always would ask for it. Um. Plasticware, and one of my friends posed the question to me. She asked me, she was like, I don't understand. She was like, you don't want to use the forks because you say, well, other people have been eating off of them. I don't know how clean they are. And she was like, but you're using the plate? And I said, the difference between the plate and the fork is nobody, I'm hoping nobody put the plate in the mouth. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, heck, there's people who freaking lick that or whatever. Right. But how often do you see someone licking it in a, like a little kid sometimes? 
but it's more the forks are just used over and over and over again in your mouth so I I was like I can isn't now don't get me wrong it be in the back of my head about these plates and stuff I wish I could just bring my Shay are you sure you're not a germaphobic because it sounds to me like you are (laughs) (laughs) all right the next one depression and boredom where do you where do you see yourself boredom definitely for sure 100 yeah i think i think that we're kind of helping on that by staying connected um and doing a lot of things like this podcast i know we've been doing youtube videos i know shay's very active on social media so i think we should take this time and and start to be coming so you're saying it comes from boredom <laughs> probably well you know don't don't get, don't get <laughs> talking about boredom because i actually go to a response about it in a project for history i believe or english something like that that boredom is actually really good and makes us become productive and makes us become problem solvers and opens the door to creativity so yes i'm glad that we're bored because we're doing all these things that we wouldn't have done if we weren't bored i mean heck i would prefer boredom over depression yes. anytime yeah um and boredom Okay, I can I can attest to what Dahlia just said because me being bored and having to be in the house, I've been trying to get a business off the ground. I've been more uh consistent with doing And you're more productive videos. as well. Like um I know I struggled yeah. with social distancing for the first two weeks because I was um I kept procrastinating. I was like, Oh, I have all the time I in the world. I'm not working, I have nothing else to do. So I kept putting off things that I had to get done. But, you know, since we started, like, staying more connected, I'm like, okay, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dang, it was something else you said with the board. Creativity, I mean, productivity, and, and I can't remember. It was something I was about to say with it, with boredom. Oh, 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 I know what it was. Okay, yes, we have that side of boredom, creativity, productivity. But however, there is there are some trends going around now where I don't mind. I look do all the TikTok videos in the world, all the challenges. However, some of these challenges, like the people spraying stuff in their mouth and then blowing into the fire and accidentally putting their face. So maybe boredom causes us to do stupid things. That's what you're saying. Yeah, sometimes boredom. Yeah. Also, I think people are stupid and that has to. Yeah, I mean, there's boredom, then there's also just plain stupidity, and right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, how how stupid can we get? I mean, if this continues, let me ask you that. Very, because history repeats itself. Eventually, people will grow tired of being in the house, and they'll start rebelling. And I think riots and stuff will shortly come after that. And I'm in Dallas, and we've had our fair share, like, a few years ago with all the police brutality, with the situation in downtown, where it was a march, like a parade and stuff, and then the people start shooting into, into the crowd. So I'm a little bit apprehensive about okay what is to come Um, like are people going to start getting frustrated and just rebelling or are we going to be able to ride the wave 
Well, that brings me to the next point. I mean, are we at anger, frustration, or irritability? Uh, personally, uh, irritability for me. Why? Why? How so? Being cooped why? up in the house with the same people. Um, but do you think you would, out of frustration or anger, kill someone or be mean to them? Or uh, Well, I mean, just you know by I mean? nature, I'm a very confrontational person. So I do need my space. I do need to be out and doing things. So being me, being cooped up in the house all the time uh, definitely does create a problem. Yeah, and I was just watching a news article yesterday about that, how some families who already have problems with um, domestic violence or abuse, and now we mm-hmm. have to stay in the house with these people, that's going to create a problem. I'm not abusive. I'm just yeah, confrontational. I'm just a very alpha-minded person. Right. I'm, well, I'm, I'll uh, make sure I'm not in the room I'm with just, you. <laughs> I'm a type A person. I have to. I'm set in my own way, and uh, no, 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 I have I know. to. You know, I just I I prefer to do things my own way, and I prefer to be out doing things. Being, I don't like mm-hmm. just sitting in my room, you know, watching the same shows and movies and playing the same games, things like that. I like to be out. Being- yeah. Oh my. Okay, we have that in common. I am. I don't. I have ADD, so my attention goes, and I'm just looking like, okay. The other day, I found myself listening to music, trying to watch TV and read all at the same time. It's impossible, but it was happening yeah, somehow. It's impossible, but th- just... th- that's th- that's what people like us do. You know, we try to do like ten yeah. things at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say I'm with um I'm at peace right now with it um just because I've learned to be at peace like there's nothing that I can do to change it besides working to you know okay this is what I'm doing. I'm working on businesses and things like that so when this whole thing is over with I can just hit the ground rolling, like, yeah. feet. And so that I think that's what's keeping me at peace. But I do have my days where I may feel lonely because I live alone in a three-bedroom house. So I do have my days where I feel lonely. Um, but as Dahlia said, I am very active on social media. I'm in a couple of different groups, and not only are we are their groups but they're active groups and I've become friends with some of the members I, I do think social distancing is bringing me me and some other people closer it is making us connect yeah it is forcing like, forcing everyone to interact know, more <laughs> I didn't know yeah exactly. especially on social media because I um, before social distancing I, I know I took a break from social media Mostly because I don't always have mm-hmm. time to be posting and sharing stuff. But since mm-hmm. I've been having to get on the podcast with you guys, I'm kind of like more on social media now. And that that's mm-hmm. always helpful if you use it the right way, if you're using it to connect and, yes. and build the network. 
but if you're using it for other reasons, then that can hurt you. Yeah, if you're if you're using yeah. it in a positive way, it's uh-huh. great. Like I'm on a a live broadcasting app called Live Me, and uh, I've connected with people all around the world, and we talk all the time, and it, it's a uh-huh. lot of fun, and I, I recommend it to everybody. And it, it's called Live Me, Live Me, uh-huh. and it's in the App Store. And it's that's an amazing app, and you can connect with so many people, and it does help with boredom, believe me. Yes, it does. Um, that's another app that uh, I was into because um, I did it out of boredom. Um, it started off as like trying to make a side hustle, but I'm not that creative like other people. So I just tend to watch other people and see what they do. Most of them just play music. Most of them just chill in their room, watch TV, um, and most of them do it like an actual party. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. pretty awesome, you know? I did a virtual, well, it wasn't just me, but me and some of my close friends, like I've been knowing them for 18 years now, we did a virtual party this weekend where it was just us, and uh, through Facebook Messenger, and we played some music, we did um like card games, not the type where you know, um not like spades or anything like that, but um it's these new card games out. Like we Family Feud has a card game, so we did that one where one person was playing Steve Harvey and the rest of us were uh went down the line answering the question and we just put our own twist to it. Whoever got the most um right is who won that game. Um, so we did like our little oh. virtual parties. We did like shot, shot, shot in every now and then. Uh, so it was fun. And it, even though they're far away, because one of them isn't, she's in the military, so she's not even in Texas anymore right now. And one of them is in Texas, but lives two hours away. So we, it did feel good. It felt like old times. And then, um, on uh, Instagram, I mean, I follow a couple of different celebrities and DJs, and I'm in a couple of groups, and they do virtual parties on there as well. Now, it's not like the one that I was doing, because with those virtual parties, you're just typing in your response to whatever that person is saying. Right. Like, the I sent Pablo and I think Dahlia, I don't know if they tuned in, but the comedy oh, uh, show I, I, I missed I tuned in um, for a bit. Last night I kind of got really tired and I just kind of left my phone on my room and just went to the living room for a minute. More like seven hours, but I, mm-hmm. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be doing okay. it again Friday. It's different comedians every week. They do it, I think, twice a week. And every week it's a different comedian with the same. See, and I like that we have like so many apps and so many things that we can do now on so we can stay connected and do different things on this time. So social distancing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we are at the end of Um, the day, what did Miss Dolgen say? We are social animals. So we gotta find a way to stay connected, right? And, and then I just on top it. of that, we we got to look at the good side, right? Yep. 
back in the day, like, I think I'm the oldest person out here, but back in the day, like, um, when computers first came out, I had dial-up, and oh my gosh, you couldn't be on the phone and be on the internet at the same time. Like, I just look at how far, and we were on house phones. Like, you couldn't take your phone with you. You just had to have the phone with the long cord going across the room, and it really was, if somebody picked up the phone on the other end, that was just listen. that either interrupted you or they listening. Like, it really wasn't any privacy. So now... I remember growing up with that. I but I, I was born in uh, 92, so I still remember the phone cord. Yeah, you're not too far behind me. Yeah, I yeah. so I, I definitely understand that, yeah. Yeah. And when cordless phones came out, it was oh, yeah. lit. Hey, but you but you still had a uh talking about uh cordless phones and stuff, you still had to take a big phone with you. Yep. Okay guys, um we did I mean and they, let's they, discuss they, one last thing before we start um disconnecting. Um would you say after our discussion that social distancing is not possible for people with disabilities? I don't think it's not possible because okay, it's not depending so where you are. Yeah, it depends on you your have. disability, and it depends yeah. on where you are, and I mean, it, there's a lot of factors in, into it. Does it does it complicate our right. situation more? Because no one disability is alike. Y- yes, I mean it definitely mm. can compl- For me, uh, complicate. It. it doesn't have to, but it can. I agree with Joe. It doesn't have to, um, but it can. And for me, it honestly is about, I mean, the resources around you. I mean, mm-hmm. if if you got a good resource that you're able to move around, people surround you, that's good. But mm-hmm. um, take into account Shay, she lives alone, but yes, she's very independent, you know, but what happens if she gets injured and stuff like that? Who's going to help her out? Yeah, I see my mom lives, my mom and sister and my dad live five minutes down the street. So, and Alexa, okay, usually when I say her name, <laughs> she starts lightening up and start talking. So this, that device helps a lot because you know how they have the thing, right. falling and I can't get up. Well, she, I now use her to take place of that. If something happens, I have her in on two different sides of my house and I'm going to get rid of that system because I can just say her name and tell her to call 911 and she'll do it or call my mama or and she'll do it. So technology is really helping and I give like my mama and my sister keys to my house so that if something were to happen to me at least more than one Yes, and that is the important thing is to always have a support Um, system and contingency plan set in. Right. Well, to wrap this up, um, I would like to say and touch on the last uh, three, four points, which is exercise, which we have been doing, uh, share something good, which we've all shared something good, change your expectation, on the situation and manage your news intake so you don't have to be so 
clouded and and begin to fear and have anxiety or depression mm-hmm. and boredom or anger, frustration or irritability. But mm-hmm. what what I can say is before we can do all this, to be honest, and I don't know if you agree with me, we have to acknowledge the situation. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think? I believe that true. I believe that to be true. Because, I mean, if you don't acknowledge the situation, how are you going to know how to move? Exactly. I mean, what? Are, where are we going to be? I mean, are we going to be like starting riots, as you say? Or oh, I mean, I trying think, to be locked up with someone we I definitely think that's like, coming if know? it hasn't started already. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Um, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm. Uh, we haven't peaked yet, so we, we haven't hit the worst. But uh, w- when we do, um, then we can start to uh, level out and uh, get a handle on it. But it's gonna it's gonna take a while. Look, I'm gonna just say this: if it ain't done by June. My June seventh, I'm happy because <laughs> that's my birthday. <laughs> and my birth, whenever they free us, whatever the seventh is of the month that they free us, is my birthday. So if July seventh is somebody's birthday and they free us July or June thirtieth or whatever, July seventh will now be my birthday for this right. for 2020. Or August seventh, whenever we free. So I just want to let people. Know I did that hear now. by July we should, right. but that's just what right. I heard. Yes, Joe. Where do you stand? The good or the bad of social? Do you distancing? think it's good or you think it's bad? Uh, I think it. <clears throat> that's also uh-huh. a complicated answer because it's not. Uh, but that's your personal opinion here, bud. You are you in a good state or are you in a bad state in social distancing? Uh, right now, right, right now it's good because it's it's early. So right now it's good. Okay. I think I'm on a good Dalia? spot right now. Um, if it continues to stay like this, I think we I may have to go into be like, okay, this is actually really bad. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a really good space right now just because I'm being productive and it's giving me the time to get, you know, business off the ground and stuff. A lot of times we wish for more time. Like we said, there's not enough hours in the day. Right now we have enough hours in the day. But I think as time progresses then it'll start being like, oh, okay, forget social distances. I'm going to go. Yeah, exactly. Mind. And that's what's mm-hmm. going to start happening is people mm-hmm. people are going to get tired of it. And they're, they're just going to start doing mm-hmm. doing their right. own thing. And right I, now, I'm getting to the point where I'm just going in the car and just sitting in the car listening to some music. I thank God for a backyard. Right. So I can get some type of natural sunlight because I, not to change the subject right quick, but I do want to say this. I, it is very important. I took psychology in college. It's very important for people to at least go out and get some natural sunlight. Even if you just go sit 
I know some people live in apartments. Even if you just go sit next to the steps for about five minutes, natural sun. Yes, and uh, you can sit on your front porch, and you know you can be outside. You just have to maintain social distancing. It, it is it is okay to be outside. Right. So yeah, I, I don't want people freaking out about that. About you know, button up your house and stay in. No. You can be outside. Yesterday, I was outside for for quite a while, but I was maintaining social distance. But you you can still be outside, right? As for myself, I am in a good state right now. Um, I don't, I don't see this going bad for myself. But um, there's gonna be days where. We're not going to be jolly and happy, you know. We're yep. going to have those bad days. So, right now, I guess we're all, we all can say through this COVID-19 and social distancing, yes, we're day. in the good, right? Mm-hmm. It is a good day. Okay. I've had, I've yeah. had my And we all do, on, with a disability a or day. with a chronic illness, we all have those roller coaster type of days where some days are good, some days are bad, some mm-hmm. days are really, really bad. And to be honest, it might just be people in right. general, like humans. We all, because even when I was like, I, I have not always been in a wheelchair. I used to walk as well, play sports, all of it. I had my ups and downs then. Right. I understand that. Um, to wrap up, this has been Thunder and Lightning podcast. Um, Hope to see y'all Monday and Thursday. Today is Thursday. We debuted our podcast April 9th. Uh, We talked about COVID-19, social distancing, and the good, the bad. Thank you for joining us and participating in our podcast. At the end, I am your host, Pablo Rodriguez, and joined by your co-host. You can find your host on Facebook. And Instagram at Pablo Rodriguez on Facebook and powwows underscore 95 at Instagram. Okay, this is one of the co-hosts, Shay Speaks. You can find me on every social outlet, YouTube, Instagram, um, and Facebook, Snapchat. And TikTok. Yes, my name is Native92. Sorry about that. Um, Native92. My name is Joe Ironwing. You can find me at J underscore Ironwing on Instagram and Joe Ironwing on Facebook. And uh, all my links are in all my profiles. Um, And this is Dalia Rebolledo. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram with Dalia Rebolledo or on YouTube, Dalia Gavi Rebolledo. Uh, Don't forget, we also have a website on Wix.com and we have a Facebook page, Thunder and Lightning Podcast and a Instagram, Thunder and Lightning. That would be T underscore L underscore yes. podcast for I Instagram, believe correct. if that's right for Instagram thank you for joining and I uh, hope to see you on Monday at 12pm uh, noon have a wonderful day <laughs> <laughs>